Stephen Jill here. Good day. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining uh, real estate investment talk today. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about how much deferred maintenance in this house you're about to buy is too much. This has been a hot topic lately on our Thursday call. You know, and it's largely made up of pretty seasons, or some of them are seasoned real estate people, but they're not as seasoned buying and selling houses. So it's like, there's a hole in the roof. Is that okay? Right. I understand that. So do I. So, and uh, it's interesting too, because you have to think about your buyer. And it's funny, and we'll talk about that too. What they, what they want and what we think they want yeah. are often two different things, and it's cool. Before we get into it though, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community, it's free. Natalie wrote, having lived in Northern Arkansas as a teenager, it was one of the areas that I was interested in looking into when I started to learn about land investing. Out of the 31 counties in Southern Missouri and Northern Arkansas, I looked up only six have data available on realtor.com. What else can be used to find the days on market, average price, and other pertinent data for some of the counties that don't come up in Realtor.com? Thanks for the in advance. Excellent question. Here's a deal with these data companies, and I uh, feel qualified to answer this because Jill and I are licensed providers for the lar three largest. It all starts with that a county assessor tax roll. Uh, these companies like DataTree and RealQuest, and Jill and I are licensed providers for the ones that matter. Uh, if they mattered, if they the other ones mattered, we would be licensed providers and include them. <laughs> we did. The, I'll just say it. We did a lot of work for you. That's our new. One of the many that's things. That's our new that, slogan. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If it did, we'd provide it. <laughs> so, that's awesome. We only care to we only care to help you with those things that matter. Yeah. We're not here to misguide you, by the way. This is true. We don't have all these members who are saying thanking us every 10 minutes. Actually, that's true. I gotta, I gotta say no that. No one ever said thanks for misguiding Time out. Have you noticed? Right. We're not affiliates to like 8 million things. Some people <laughs> are, and they're affiliates to things that I'm like, why are we affiliate to coffee when you're doing real estate? I don't really understand yeah. that one, but okay. So, I yeah, don't we understand don't, that either. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, that's I've not us. i that. Sponsorship or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's about money. These, these uh, companies like RealQuest and DataTree, who, they're fantastic at being data aggregators and presenting data, how we all can use it quickly. Where are they getting all their data? Does DataTree have this magic, you know, do they have a, a million people in the Philippines or in China aggregating data so they can provide it every month? No, they're pulling it from the, the, the assessor's role, the tax role. There are certain counties, a lot of them are in Arkansas for whatever reason, and uh, Southern, in South Dakota, that have stuck their middle finger up to all of this, and all of us, and the whole thing, which kind of, in a weird way, I respect. They don't need to play the game. And that's, that, that's their culture, and I respect their culture. So Natalie's having trouble in her old hood, trying mm -hmm. to find places where she can send mail to buy houses and land. There's two ways to look at this. You can move on to the next county who does hit where they do have data and you can happily uh, move forward in your real estate career and probably do pretty well. Mm -hmm. Or you can say, I'm the biggest data freak there ever was because these counties are not participating in this and so there's no data on realtor.com, redfin.com, there's no data. 
The only place I can get this data is if I walk in and show them the statute, the Arkansas statute that says this is a matter of public record. Where, how do I buy a CD? And then you get this gobbledygook. This is how I used to do it. By the way, this is I did this before requests provided data to people like us. Mm-hmm. And so, and I've been through this and it's just, you want to wreck a weekend, this is the best way to do it. Is to get data directly from a county and try to figure out how to turn it into a mailer. So the good news is this, if you pull that off and there are people in our group who do, and, and it's in this string on land investors, if you go in there, this is the house. This house academy. Yeah. I have a I have a question about this too. You will there will you will be the first person who's ever sent a mailer out in the history of that county. So there's some positive stuff to it. Is there any play in Natalie aligning herself with a realtor in that area, getting access to some MLS? No, and, and I think honestly Natalie here is is saying it's not available on realtor.com. What right. she means is Redfin. Uh, and those two get mixed up. I'm, I'm noticing that I don't think Jill and I are doing a good enough job of really separating those two because they're completely different. True. Realtor.com is an aggregation of the National Association of Realtors. And I do believe that that's completely separate mm-hmm. from uh, Both are great sites for different things. Yes. That's yeah. the point. Redfin yeah. doesn't cover. I know Redfin for sure doesn't cover these counties in Arkansas. I believe Realtor does. But there's no real downloadable data to do any, a mailer there. So I don't want to exactly. mix this all up. My point is... It all comes down to that the assessor and the culture in that county and their willingness to, to... They sell the data, by the way. It's a big revenue thing for them. That's true. They just don't want to participate. Or, and this is... I know this from personal experience, the data is so bad. That could be too. And they're so... You know, there's one county in Arkansas specifically, yeah. I won't name it, that they're not computerized. They have uh, push dial copper phones on their desks. There's no computers anywhere. We had this, I had a little thing in Facebook. I was having like a, I was in a thread with a bunch of people on stuff about, um, just about this exact topic about, be careful sometimes. Some of these counties are so rural. It's hard to, you know, the same guy who's the sheriff is the recorder. And someone put a little paragraph that said what this one person does and how many hats they wear in this county. And it was comical. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like for everything from a fill-in judge to a recorder, to the assessor, to the sheriff. You know, it was so darn funny. So that could be too what's going on in some of these counties. Like you said, they just could be, they're small. They don't, yeah. they don't have as many properties. They don't, they don't, they're not online and they have old, maybe they even have a rotary phone for those of you who know what that is. I did a house deal in Arkansas. It took a year to get it recorded. Yes. And then two years later, I got a notice from the assessor that they reassessed it. So this is three years of, you know, and I, I, we're in the business of buying and selling this stuff for 20 minutes later. Right. So there's there's just stuff to be, I, I included this because it's kind of uh, with the theme of the topic, like how much deferred, ma- do you really want to buy a house that's, Yeah, you know, how much work do you want to do? Today's topic, how much deferred maintenance is too much? This is why you're listening. There's a point, and I'm sure Jill has a lot to say. There's a point where a house is not a house at all. It's right. a piece of land. Where if there was a fire, it would improve the property. <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and so that, that's an extreme example. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's one that Jill and I have dealt with uh, as early as like fourth quarter last year. So when you can stare at the sky. And when you're In the meeting, living room. Sitting down in the kitchen with the potential seller. <laughs> and the, the water doesn't work. The electricity works most of the time, and there's 
uh, you can stare at the sky. And there's no skylight. And there's stacked up newspapers from seven, 1978 on. It's true. And we can't get to the shower. Sorry. Yeah. So that's that's a point where the price, you know, we always say this, the price per square foot is the only thing that matters. You know, the, and none of that stuff gets picked up in these algorithms, by the way. So it's Trulia has no idea. Trulia looks at things like the square footage and the comps and prices that, the, whether it's got a pool and the algorithms don't pick up grossly deferred maintenance. I'm saying deferred maintenance, which is a commercial real estate term for a pile of crap. Could you imagine? Yeah, they don't, doesn't take into account the hoarder situation that's going on <laughs> in that house. You Could know. you imagine? I'm going to flip the hoarder button and send, and it's going to take out another 5% of these. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying there is a, you have to have a personal line, you know, and, and we all establish these lines and these boundaries only after we walk out of a situation like that going, you know, maybe we should ask a few more questions before we drove out here. Sure, and then, right. And then it also, I think it's comfort zone too, especially with your, when you're new, I don't think you're as comfortable you, and until you get into these deals and you solve some of these problems or you get into these deals and you see how unsolvable are these problems. That's really it for me. Do you mind if I jump in? No, I, I so think it's great. One of the examples I think of in this situation is um, what's really going on there. Uh, the deferred maintenance is really could be, because we've dealt with this, a sign of someone that's uh, sadly not well and you may get negotiate a great deal, and it may take you six months to a year to move them out and get the place to a point where you could even just bring somebody in to look at buying it. So that's how I think of these deals. You know, what 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 are you comfortable with? What what's really possible? And you've got to not try to. You know, we're all excited when it's new and the mail comes back. We drove out there. It's great. The neighborhood's great. I want to make this deal happen so bad. But it's, you know what? It might be a bad deal. And it, this could be a reason why. I, my, I have a, a zen for a house, where the condition of a house that's perfect. And I think Jill and I, I think we share this. Like, I you know, please stop me if we don't or, or pipe in. You know, I love to see a, a house that I've already identified the neighborhood as great and the pricing is all great. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that's past all my tests. We walk into the house. What are we going to find? And we find that it's got the original appliances. The house has never been updated. Uh, maybe the kids have it because the, the parents passed away and it was a, a house that they grew up in. Um, maybe there's all kinds of stuff going on in the garage that just all needs to be removed. So it doesn't show well. There's no way a family... Uh, who with two parents who have jobs and kids and stuff are going to walk into a house like that and say, oh, let's move into this. I love that because now you got this huge discount from us because we're going to rip that. I don't care if it's all been updated four times since the 70s or 60s. We're all going to rip it out and put the newest stuff in anyway or not the people that we sell it are going to do that. So I hope it's just a kind of a just not structurally. I hope it's a cosmetic disaster and, and there's mold and it's stinky and you laugh. You know, because we're going to rip that stuff out anyway. They, it could be updated five years ago. We're going to rip that stuff out anyway. Mm -hmm. So exactly. that's my perfect state. Structurally, it's I don't mean mold. That's not good. But I mean, got it. Right. Well, and that too, it's it's because that's what our buyers want. So that's the thing too. When you're in, in this, when you're getting going, take that next step too. As you're doing your mailer, I want you to think a little bit about what your buyers are doing and what they want. Who are you going to sell it to? If you're doing it like we are, you're selling it to flippers. 
and they don't see it, they don't see the value, they love those too. If I cue them up something that's only needs a, a carpet clean and a fresh coat of paint, they're like, I don't know what to do with this. And I, and they don't have the mar they can't cr make that much money off it because uh, they could, but they're looking for a big gap where they can put this much money into it and, and make a lot more money at the margin. So they're looking for the deals like we're queuing up. And it's funny, I seriously, because I've done both. They walk in going, I don't know what to do. And then the falling down disaster, they're like, yes, they get excited. <laughs> Jill it. nailed it. If, you got to ask yourself if it's solvable. Stink is solvable. All that cosmetic, all solvable. Right. Foundation ripped in half, so you can stare down there. That might that would be over my line. Yeah, I, that's true. When we're doing like this is a good point. Um, we do house deal funding, and I look at the pictures. I look at the inspection reports, and I had one, gosh, about two months ago, and the guy that submitted to me was you know had all these answers for everything and i just said i'm sorry this electrical was over my line there were a couple major things that were way over my line that i wouldn't do and some and a lot of it wasn't really that what the kicker was was the foundation stuff this and it wasn't just one cracks here cracks here there were things that they couldn't that would take a lot to solve yeah. and i'm like you know what i'm at this point in my career it's not my thing i told them we have a thing a site called house tank I said, hey, there might be somebody right there that wants to do this with you and take it down. Go for it. But for me, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. But um, anyway, that just ties into, I think. Everybody's got their lines. Exactly. Happy you could join us today. The House Academy Show remains commercial. For, or excuse me. Happy you could join us today. <laughs> every Tuesday and Thursday, we're right here on the House Academy Show. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can find us over on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy show is called The Real Estate Doesn't Matter As Much As Your Process. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. What the heck does that mean? What's he off to now? Yeah, what is he off the to? The real now? estate is secondary to being successful. It's all about your mindset and your calendar and structuring your time and learning things correctly and understanding your limits because if you understand all that and you have a total solid grasp on who you are and what you want and you've surrounded yourself with people in, in your life to make this possible not hinder you, you're going to do anything you want. It might just happen to be real estate. You might just happen to be say, you know what, I've got real estate in my blood and I'm incredibly organized here and I know I can kill it. You might say you want to go be a medical doctor, you're going to kill it. You might want to own a chain of uh, convenience stores. With that mindset and that attitude, you're going to win. Proud of you. The real estate really doesn't matter. That was beautiful, and I'm proud of you. Tomorrow's Friday. I, I know you would like this show. Thank you. The House Academy Show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>